Hello, everybody, and good day to you. This is Big D, coming at you from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where you can see lots of smiling faces and beautiful places. This is the Q Channel, and thank you for listening. We'll be bringing you solid information about this crazy world we find ourselves in currently, as well as using some references from the past to bring it all together. So... Let's go ahead and get into it, shall we? It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, hey, everybody. This is Big D coming at you live for me. Probably not for you. We'll be putting this on a little bit later today. I have tried to do this episode uh, twice already, and it has not worked out. It just wasn't the right time. I was missing pieces. I needed to add more to it, I think. And now here we are on a Monday. And uh, I've got all kind of tabs open here. We're going to see how the show goes. Uh, a lot of things I want to cover today. But first, let's talk about some current stuff. All right, last last episode, last time we, we put something together, you might remember this. I'm going to go ahead and play it real quick. Kennedy talked about secret societies in the deep state. This is what the fight's always been about, guys. Censorship, no accountability, and invisible control. We need a free press now more than ever. That's why we're the news now. That's why we're the news. Listen, maybe we should opt out of the matrix that we're in right now. Stop participating at all. Just stop. What would happen if we all just said, to hell with it, I'm not going to go to work. I'm not going to the store. I'm not spending money, even if it was for only 48 hours. Well, I got news for you guys. This uh, this site is getting so big and so popular, the high Q has moved to a new level. People have taken that task on, and they have created something called Walkout Wednesday. Thank you for the folks out there that are, yeah. Yeah, give yourselves a hand. If you've been supporting this channel... I mean, it had to come from this channel. Uh, I mean, this is the first time I've seen this. This is called Walkout Wednesday. It's 8-11-2021. It's August 11th, so this Wednesday. At 12 noon, your time zone. It says on here, join the movement to walk out and protest your place of employment and your school at noon, your time zone, on Wednesday, August 11th. No one should be forced, coerced, or pressured to inject the COVID shots. So this is a way for you to be able to get out and join all of your brothers and sisters out there. We know last year when we had a work stoppage, if anyone wanted to go out and protest, you know, uh, they were they were fine. They, they actually encouraged that. I bet none of you have heard about this yet. But tell your friends and everything. We only got a little bit of time left. Today is August 9th. So this is August 11th at 12 noon. And their website, you can find them at walkoutwednesday.net. And again, thank you so much for your support of this channel. And we're glad we're able to make an impact uh, even larger than our own current audience. And that brings me to my next point. If you want to find us or find links to this kind of stuff, we are on Telegram, where speech is still free. All you got to do is go to Telegram and type in the letter T dot little dot me me forward slash 
the T-H-E, hi, H-I-G-H, and the letter Q, the high Q. All right, very good. Now, that's coming up on Wednesday, and here's something else exciting that's happening. I'm thinking tonight. I mean, because what I'm hearing is it's August 10th, 11th, and 12th. I can't find a start date, and it's 72 hours. So I'm thinking midnight tonight. That's actually going to be 8, 10, 21. So let's see uh, what we got. It's Frank Speech, frankspeech.com, uh, Mike Lindell site. And he's got something he's put together. And again, it's going to run for 72 hours on frankspeech.com. It's called a cyber symposium. It's going to be all your election. Well, let's, I'll let him tell you. Oops. Important commercial that I've ever. Oh, and before I, before we play this, I do want to say this: this commercial is apparently airing on all networks except for Fox News. Fox News refused to air this ad. Can you believe that? So uh, that's been a big controversy. Newsmax is even running it, and you know they they had Mike Lindell. You know they got him all mad because they wouldn't let him talk about the election stuff earlier in the year. You can Google that and find that one. But Newsmax is running it. The only ones that aren't is Fox. So apparently it's on CNN, uh, even on ABC, NBC. So here we go. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm coming to you with the most important commercial that I've ever done. All of you know what my pillow and myself have gone through in the last five months in my efforts to bring the truth forward. Well, it's all come down to this. I'm having a cyber symposium on August 10th, 11th, and 12th. This historical event will be live streamed 72 hours straight on my new platform, frankspeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to frankspeech.com now. To help support this cyber symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on my pillow products. But they're only offered at frankspeech.com. Go to frankspeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you and God bless. Love it. Great, strong commercial. And again, that's running right now. Uh, It should be tonight at midnight or first thing in the morning. I'm going (laughs) to... I go to bed early. This is, I'm thinking, very positive. I'm going to catch it tonight, uh, but if for some reason I don't make it to catch it tonight, I'll try and catch it as early as possible tomorrow, and uh, we can have a uh, reaction to what's going on. But I got a feeling, <laughs> you know, it's it's going to be something like, like this at the end of that. There's going to be someone that's going to have a commercial running around talking about this cyber symposium, and this is what they're going to get out of it. There is a storm coming like nothing you have ever seen and not a one of you is prepared for it. Not a one of you. I guarantee you for what's coming because for 72 hours, this is going to go over all your election fraud issues. It's going to expose who's been involved, who's been paid off, where this money went, the correlation between uh, China, Venezuela, the Dominion systems, the subpoenas that they've uh, gotten around, 
how it was connected to the internet, how these systems were basically built to cheat. They were, I mean, that's the whole reason they were created was to be able to get a leg up on the election. Now, I haven't seen this movie, and now that we're talking, I want to say there was a movie that came out about, it was a female lead, where she went to another country, she was a political person, she went to another country to help them with their elections. And uh, I can't remember the name of it, it's going to take me a little bit of time to research that thing, if you know it, throw it on the high queue on Telegram. But um, that movie, I bet you, has something to do with these machines. So I, I think I'm going to check that out after we finish this podcast. And speaking of checking stuff out, not only are you going to enjoy everything we have for you at the high queue on Telegram, again, that's t.me forward slash the high queue, uh, you're going to be able to uh, see some great stuff from our good friend, Jane. Now, if you have not seen Fall of Cabal, Shame on you. You need to watch that immediately. There are many, uh, many links to find uh, different different points of reference. I think the first Fall of Cabal was like 12, maybe 12, uh, 12 shows, 12, 12 videos. And then there was a part two, Fall of Cabal or Aftermath or something. I don't remember what it's called. But anyway, there's another part to that, and she just released uh, part 16 yesterday. So uh, I forgot to pull that up, so just give me one moment. And if you go to Rumble, you can find it on, uh, you just search in fall, F-A-L-L, Cabal, C-A-B-A-L. Fall Cabal. And that's going to bring you to everything. It's going to bring you to the sequel parts. It's going to bring you to... Ah, it's Janet. J-A-N-E-T. O-S-E-E. B-A-A-R-D. Janet Oswald. And I got to tell you, she's great. She's great. So if you haven't seen these... Uh, Fall of Cabal series is highly recommend that you do that. They have tried to hide it from the internet. You won't be able to find it on YouTube, I'm sure. But again, you go to Rumble, and when you're in Rumble, all you got to do is look for Fall F A L L F A L L C A B A L. Enter. Go right where you need. All right. So that's going to be that. Uh, I've covered. I made sure that that was part of the deal. And now we can move on to what the the big core of this was going to be about. Got a lot of information to share with you because a buddy of mine. Matter of fact, he was on either last podcast or podcast before. That would be Mike Q. Many of you wrote in and said how much you enjoyed that one. I appreciate it. But, um, yeah, Mike Q, uh, he was talking to me about something called CERN, you know, C-E-R-N. And I've been doing some digging on that for the past week, and my mind has been rattled with all the information that I, w- I was able to pull from it. 
and to be able to understand it enough to talk about it on here and how we could kind of relay other things to you and how it really tied in with a lot of other topics. So let's see if we can put this together in the right frame. Okay, uh, we all know and we all agree that there is a population agenda to reduce our population. And how they go about doing that, we know it's a lot of ways. We know it's through vaccines, through uh, stopping people from, you know, getting pregnant, so infertility things, um, abortion, a lot of other ways that they're able to, uh, you know, poor diet, things that they put in our food, sprayed on chemicals. They can use that to limit the population and make people sick and that kind of stuff. We're all on the same page with that, I think. But many times we'll reference, uh, you know, Bill Gates will say that, hey, man, I mean, he, he said this uh, totally. He, he did. It's hard to find. So I did digging for you. And here's Bill Gates kind of setting the stage for reducing our population and why. CO2 is warming the planet. And the equation on CO2 is actually a, a very straightforward one. If you sum up the CO2 that gets emitted, that leads to a temperature increase. And that temperature increase leads to some very negative effects. The effects on the weather, uh, perhaps worse, the indirect effects in that uh, the natural ecosystems can't adjust to these rapid changes, and so you get ecosystem collapses. Now, the exact amount of how you map from a, a certain increase in of CO2 to what temperature will be and where the positive feedbacks are, there's some uncertainty there, but not very much. And there's certainly uncertainty about how bad those effects will be, but they will be extremely bad. I asked the top scientists on this several times, do we really have to get down to near zero? Can't we just you know, cut it in half or a quarter? And the answer is that until we get near to zero, the temperature will continue to rise. And so that's, that's a big challenge. It's very different than saying, you know, we're a 12-foot high truck trying to get under a 10-foot bridge and we can just sort of squeeze under. This is something that has to get to zero. Now, we put out a lot of carbon dioxide every year, uh, over 26 billion tons. Uh, for each American, it's about 20 tons. Uh, for people in poor countries, it's less than one ton. It's an average of about five tons for everyone on the planet. And somehow we have to make changes that will bring that down to zero. It's been constantly going up. It's only various economic changes that have even flattened it at all. So we have to go from rapidly rising to falling and falling all the way to zero. So these are carbon emissions. You know, the carbon that you breathe out, that kind of stuff, when they were talking about the cows and all the cow farts and everything else you remember from crazy AOC, that kind of stuff. Th this is what they're talking about. This equation has four factors, a little bit of multiplication. So you've got a thing on the left, CO2, that you want to get to zero. And that's going to be based on the number of people, the services each person's using on average, the energy on average for each service, and the CO2 being put out uh, per unit of energy. So let's look at each one of these and see how we can get this down to zero. Uh, probably one of these numbers is going to have to get pretty near to zero. Uh, that's, 
back from high school algebra, but let's, let's take a look. Uh, first, we've got population. Uh, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. One of these now, has if we do a really zero. great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. But there we see an increase of uh, about 1.3. So he tells you right there that through those three steps, that's how he could lower the population, 10, 15. Well, how much, how many did he say? Let's listen to it one more time. Perhaps 10 or 15 percent. 10 or 15 percent of lowering the population. And who are the biggest offenders? Oh, the people that have all the money. You heard him say that, too. We, we put out so much carbon compared to the poorer countries or just doing what they can to survive. But he's over there vaccinating them and causing all kinds of problems as well, part of the depopulation agenda. So there's Bill Gates talking about it. And recently, President Trump, he mentioned it as well. And uh, let's, let's take a listen here. And he stopped them from doing it. And I'm so saddened by it. But I also understand it because nobody does it better than these crooked Democrats. Nobody does it better. So I don't blame Barr. I don't blame a lot of people. But they become weak and they become ineffective and they become frightened. Like it or not, we are becoming a communist country. That's what's happening. That's what's happening. We are beyond socialism. You know, when you have no press, when you have no press that you can talk to, that's how a communist country begins. They have no press. We find things in Arizona, and other than a couple of great networks, we have no press. We have no voice. I only have voice because I get great ratings. You know, ultimately, ratings are very important. But even those lights, well, they, have to, they still have those lights going. That's good. I'm very, I'm very impressed. That's good. Thank you. Talking and if the news. Democrats get some of the things they currently want passed, including the Election of Corrupt Politicians Act, an infrastructure which isn't infrastructure. That infrastructure bill, and uh, perfect timing on that for him to bring it up, that infrastructure bill is nothing but a bunch of pork. I mean, it barely touches infrastructure with a big majority of money. It's a uh, Democrats' wish list, and that's what they're trying to get through, and that's what just got approved in the Senate. So I think it has to go back down to the House, um, but it's a, it's a disaster. It will get even worse. What they're asking for is incredible. The Green New Deal going to destroy our country, this Green New Deal. It's Green New Bullshit, okay? That's what it is. It's bullshit. No more windows in buildings because environment. You know, I always did great with these buildings. I, the bigger the window, the better I did. The bigger those windows. I wanted floor to ceiling windows. But they say you can't do that anymore. We don't want any more windows. It's going to be real hard to sell apartments, I think. We have a beautiful apartment, and for environmental reasons, we have not put windows in the building. Oh, great. Well, that sounds good. These people are crazy. Whatever happened to cows? Remember, they were going to get rid of all the cows. They stopped that. People didn't like that. Remember? You know why they were going to get rid of all the cows. People will be next. People will be next. People are going to be next. And that's what he was talking about with the greenhouse gases and the emissions. That's exactly right. 
They want to reduce our population through these vaccines, through the masks, through the all these mandates, getting people all stirred up like we've talked about before. And it really reminded me of, you know, as it was in the days of Noah passage in Matthew, Matthew 23, Matthew 24, somewhere in that ballpark. You're talking about as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be at the second coming of the Son of Man. People were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage. And then the flood came, took them all away. We all know the story. Days of Noah. But the other part was the people that were here, their DNA had been compromised through angelic beings, demons actually. They got sent down to earth, as we've talked about before in the Bible, when Lucifer fell like a bolt of lightning. Crash, splat, like the coyote we've talked about before. Wham! Then you got, you know, these uh, third of the angels, demons now, that were here on earth. And uh, that was before creation of man. So they were already here. This was their area and their territory. And they started having sex with women. And they created the giants. And uh, a lot of those, you know, like we've said before, Greek mythology, Roman mythology, I'm beginning to to doubt that that was all made up. I think these are actually stories that were passed down from these big gigantic beings that were here before. All things will be revealed one day, but uh, I I think we're on the right track. But that brings us to the vaccine we've talked about. Using that to reduce people, uh, whether it be to make them infertile, uh, maybe make them even lose the baby that they're they're pregnant with. A lot of people, if you if you Google that, see how many women that were pregnant got the shot that lost their baby. I mean, this is this is tragic, but you know, population control. The other part is to actually control the population. Inside this vaccine, you've got nanoparticles. Nanotechnology, uh, it's not a conspiracy, it's, it's talked about and proven, that they're able to put inside you, and it's able to move around and manipulate your DNA. So basically changing your DNA, as it was in the days of Noah. Now this AI, artificial intelligence... That basically is not just you programming a computer. That's you programming the computer, but then the computer starts learning and starts advancing and starts having other thoughts. Where do all these thoughts come from? You know, uh, Elon Musk has an idea. I, I thought this was fascinating. Let's let's listen to what Elon said. We should be very careful about artificial intelligence. Um, if I were to guess at what our biggest existential threat is, it's probably that. Start and ask you if you could elaborate a little bit on what we've seen on the video. I mean, with artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. So with artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. 
And I mean, you're able to talk to you. You say, "Wow, well, that's kind of kind of out there." Maybe he was joking around. Okay, f- f- fair enough. But I mean, if so much evidence just piles on top of each other, so let's take a look at that. He said it was like summoning summoning a demon. And if we believe that all of these fallen angels, or a third of them were demons, there's a whole bunch of them, so a third's a lot. They're all down here, free to roam, free to do whatever. And if they're in an alternate area where they can't come forward, what if man is able to create a way to bring them forward? What if they're trapped in some sort of a mixed other reality? But man creates a passage through talking with demons to figure out this ancient technology to do it. Whoa, that sounds like a lot of sci-fi stuff, right? Bet it does. But what if they could replace all the people with all of their own people? What if I could replace someone that, you know, had free will with someone I could control, but still have the advantage of them uh, emotionally and in flesh and that kind of stuff, but I have the ability to control them, like take over their mind. Wouldn't I want a whole bunch of those if I was a bad guy trying to take over the world, which that's who we're dealing with, guys. Man, bad guys. Bad guys. Where do they learn about you? How can they create something else? How can they create another artificial person without us giving them all the information see what we do is we give them permission the devil never grabs you a hold and forces himself on you i just watched the devil's advocate last night i hadn't seen that movie in quite some time wow disturbing and i gotta tell you nobody could play that part other than al pacino i do not think so but man was that movie full of some truth If you haven't seen it, I'm not going to give you any spoilers other than to tell you that Al Pacino is the devil. And you probably already can realize that from the title, The Devil's Advocate. He's on there with Keanu Reeves. He's got a big law firm. But what he does is he sets Keanu up to make choices. To make choices. And those choices that he makes are those choices they do on your own. So... Nothing happens in this world without us allowing it to happen. What choices do we make? What information do we give? Well, let's start with grocery stores. Your grocery shopping. You go in there and you've got one of those discount cards. I do not. I use a store card. I have them use a store card. Why? Because I don't want them tracking and knowing what I purchase. We were on ship one time when I was in the Marine Corps, and we were told not to throw anything away of any type of value we thought would be information-wise because uh, Force Recon was going to go through all of our garbage on ship and see if they could determine uh, what information they could pick up about us from the garbage. And, you know, we were being especially careful about what to throw away. It didn't matter. They knew the size of our groups, who we were with, who was traveling with us, what we were eating. I mean, they knew everything about us based on consumption and what we threw away in the trash. And that's always stuck with me. 
So when you're at the grocery store, you're at these discount places and you sign up for it. Every time you use that card, that's building a profile on you about what you eat. And it'll tell you a lot about your health, (laughs) whether you're concerned about it or not. I mean, imagine your grocery list. If I found it and I knew it was yours and I went through, how much information could I get? But that's only a part of it. Grocery stores, other store cards. We, not me, but people have submitted, was that 23andMe? DNA submissions, willingly. All these sample stations where people were getting tested for COVID. They swabbed you. That's where your DNA comes from. How many people got their DNA captured that way? Facebook, we put everything on there. Important addresses, when we were born, what do we look like, age modifications. Uh, I mean, listen, you do these quizzes on there where they're wanting to know who your uncle is or whatever. All of these questions they ask you is designed to find password information. Because usually the password questions that they ask you are like, you know, what street did you grow up on or what was your teacher's name, blah, blah, blah. If I can go to Facebook and I can pull all that information from your little puzzles and games that you do, think about all the information they have on you, all the pictures, what you like, what you don't like, how to actually target and market you. It goes a lot deeper than just buying stuff. It's about manipulation of thought, but we don't think about it because it makes it easier for us in our mind. But what are we giving up? What already have we given up? I mean, visited sites on Google, those things that are stored It's pretty fascinating how, for artificial intelligence, every human has given them tremendous amounts of uh, information. Facial recognition to open up your phone. Um, The faces where you do face swap and and you do the different images. Your eyes, they're able to see the color of your eyes, everything with that camera on there. You give so much information away for free. For free. So now we know how they can get all the information they need to build someone, especially with these supercomputers that can compile all of this information together and sort figures dramatically. And that brings me into CERN. CERN is a big organization that's in Europe, and half of this track, it's a, imagine a 17-mile circle. Um. It's a collider, particle collider, high-speed particle collider. So what they do is they have atoms in these uh, in this tube, and they run it in there so fast that they bounce off of each other, and they crash, and they split, and they separate, and they create power. They create energy. Um, just by their separation. And they've broken particles all the way down to something that they call the God particle. It's the smallest particle that they can find yet. And they believe that that's the building block for everything in the whole world. But what they've noticed in these collisions is it's created dark matter. (laughs) Again, this is sci-fi stuff. I mean, it's really, it's really nuts. 
but it's created dark matter, which is a matter that's not of this world, not of this dimension. It's created other, other, otherly dimensional influences of energy sources. Yeah, I made that up. I thought it sounded really good. I, I, I think it. I think it's great. Also, I found that CERN uh, started the internet. So they created the internet, and I'm going to flip back to the Bible. If you'll remember the Tower of Babel, I'm going to go back uh, way in the Old Testament, but the Tower of Babel, if you're not familiar, uh, they were going to, the people here on earth were going to build a tower to God. This was under King Nimrod, if I'm not mistaken. Man, I need to brush up. But either way, you've got the uh, got them out there building and working, getting this tower and as the Bible says, uh, you know, basically, you know, Lord, God, Jesus looked down. They were like, hey, uh, anything man puts his mind together to accomplish, he'll accomplish. So, obviously, we know that tower wouldn't go all the way up to heaven, but it was going to reach through a portal to access another dimension. That's what was believed. And what happened was, according to the Bible, Lord confused their languages so they couldn't communicate with each other. And when they couldn't communicate with each other, they separated from among each other because they couldn't communicate. And uh, that's where all the different languages of the world came from. The Tower of Babel was a place where everybody was united. And when you think about the Internet, I've always considered the Internet to be the Tower of Babel just because you can communicate with anybody in the whole world Language barrier is not a problem on a computer. There is no language barrier. You know, you can have things translated and everything else. So it, it could, the computer, in my opinion, is the modern-day Tower of Babel. So that means, on that thought, CERN created that. And this 17-mile-an-hour portal that's smashing all these particles, creating this dark matter, is creating a portal to another dimension to bring in entities into this dimension. I know, heavy. But if you can control an entity to bring it in for your for your well-being, and you could do that, and you were an evil, you know, <laughs> Dr. Evil, you know, kind of person, and that's something that you would do, this fight is, is so much bigger than anything you or I have ever imagined. We've been lied about so many things, and we are only on this earth for a small amount of time to figure it all out. When you look at you know, how big the universe is and how time is really irrelevant, you know, it's just different form that we're going to be in. We don't go away. But the thing that we're going to be in the longest is the thing that we look at the least, right? Which is after we pass. So what is this time for? This time now should be gathering all the information you can, trying to make the best of what you're here for. But we're getting ready to go. We're getting ready to transition to another phase. We really are. Got the Mike Lindell stuff that's about to roll out we talked about already. And I'm telling you, stuff's about to hit the fan. It really is. It's about to get, I think, could be wrong. You know, I've been wrong before. Once or twice. <laughs> but uh, I do think that things are about to start popping off like we've never seen before. And I'm pretty excited about it. I really am. 
Uh, while I was looking at all of this, I found Stephen Hawking had made a comment. Oh, well. Let's see if I still have it pulled up here for us. Also known as the God particle, oh. could lead to the destruction of the universe itself, according to renowned physicist Stephen Hawking. In the preface to a new book called Starmus, which is a collection of lectures by famous scientists and astronomers, Hawking warns about the destructive potential of the God particle. Physicists working on the CERN's Large Hadron Collider discovered the particle, identifying it as a crucial component of why objects in the universe have mass. We're celebrating the fact that we have found a new particle never seen before in Mother Nature by slamming two beams of proton at trillions of, of electron volts. Hawking says that if the God particle becomes unstable, it has the potential to destroy the entire universe. That he wrote like in fun? the preface of the book, this could mean that the universe could undergo catastrophic vacuum decay with a bubble of the true vacuum expanding at the speed of light. This could happen at any time, and we won't see it coming. Well, that's fun. <laughs> so that was his, you know, that's just his concern, Stephen Hawking. Uh, people have said whatever they want to about him. He's passed now. Uh, my understanding is he did believe there was God before he passed. But, you know, he was a scientist guy. But, I mean, hey, he was around for a long time. He accomplished a lot with a lot. People would say a lot less than most people. So, I mean, he did have that chair. It was kind of cool, I guess. But other than that, you know, we got Stephen Hawking. Uh, too bad we didn't have his voice on there. I, I like hearing that. Uh, let's talk about portals. Uh, a little bit further when i was younger i thought this was uh interesting i was in uh oh what do you call it? teen like teen um teen sunday school at church where you've got you know the youth okay youth ministry i was uh involved with that for a while and i thought it was uh you know pretty fascinating to see what was going on in the minds of kids those days what they were thinking, how they were talking, what they reacted to. Uh, and it's just an, a, a different time now. You know, I have kids of my own that have grown up. They're all over 18. I've got three. And the world that I lived in, the world that I saw these kids live in, and then the world that my kids live in, it's like three different places. We've transitioned so much in such a short time. But when we were uh, doing the youth ministry, we uh, were learning about gangs. You know, a lot of gangs are attracted with teenagers and that kind of thing. And you see graffiti that are on the walls. And this particular graffiti was like an, uh, like an A without the bar in the middle joining the two pieces. So almost an unfinished triangle with a circle at the top and then a big circle around the whole thing. And other, other designs, that, but that kind of stuck with me. And uh, we were told by some gang members that, you know, had gotten saved, that uh, that was called Watchers. They could actually have demons that would be uh, able to go through these portals and report on what happened on their street corner. That they actually work in conjunction with the uh, invisible enemy that you can't see. You look into MS-13, 
you look into uh, what the Latin Kings. A lot of these organizations, they have, uh, they do practice witchcraft. And imagine it makes sense, right? If you're living in that type of world, that's your world. You don't deal with regular stuff. I mean, you have a, <laughs> if you're in a gang, you have a different lifestyle than someone else. But you all end up having to do the same thing. It's also weird to think about how many lives we live. Like we've done different things in life, you know. I've been I've been poor and I've had enough money to do what I wanted. Um and I've been taken care of in both episodes of my life. Been married, unmarried, divorced, father, not a father. Working at a steel mill, working as a bounty hunter, working on a shrimp boat, working in the mill, shoveling up coal dust, running front-end loaders, running forklifts, working in a steel plant, welding. It's almost like a Forrest Gump life. I hadn't even gotten into timeshare stuff yet. I've done that for 15 years. Or I had. Oops. Don't change the channel now. I promise I'm a good guy. I'm glad we were able to get this out. I hope it was fun for you. It was fun for me to put together a lot of interesting uh, information. I think next time we're going to talk about HARP, where the government can control the weather. You're seeing a lot of that now when the weather is just not right. I mean, you see the hail the other day that was hitting these protesters? They were out there fighting against the uh, vaccine. Uh, some of these shelf clouds that we see that are out there are not are not naturally made. And I read something today where we moved, we were able to move a hurricane many years ago. I tell you, it's all coming out. Nine eleven is coming out. We talked about that already early on in these episodes, but. I'll probably rerun through that again because that's going to be exposed. So make sure you watch the Cyber Symposium, Mike Lindell. Like I say, it's going to run 72 hours, and it's going to cover everything with the selection. You can find it on frankspeech.com, or you can watch it on OAN. I heard it's going to be there. And then let's not forget about Walkout Wednesday. Walkout Wednesday, guys, 12 noon, your time zone, 8, 11, and they got to let you do it. You know, they, they got to. They they allowed the other folks to do that um, last year, and they've got to allow you to do it as well. So it was, uh, go find it at, where was it? walkoutwednesday.net Okay team, that's all we got for you today. Um, It was very good to be able to reach out and talk to y'all and share with you what's going on in the world. A lot of crazy stuff out there. A lot of stuff we've been told is just simply not true. So never stop digging. Never stop looking. And uh, this is Big D. 
Until next time, signing out.